It's still the Olajide Oyewole LLP podcast, and we are discussing the World Intellectual Property Day 2019 with the theme, Reach for Gold, Intellectual Property and Sports. My name is Sandra Oyewole, and my guests from the previous episodes are here with me today, Ajibola Olomola, Shade Morgan, and Bimboy Law. Just before we concluded the last episode, we touched on the issue of capital inflow into the sports industry. I would now like us to talk about the importance of proper legal documentation. Coincidentally, every single one of our guests on this podcast are actually qualified, trained lawyers. Yes. So I'm going to bring the conversation back to something that is a favorite of lawyers, which is contracts and agreements. And I want the input of Jibola, Bimbo, and Shadi on this. I want to talk about the intellectual property issues arising from sponsorship of a sporting event. I'd also like to touch on the role of contracts in sports. Bimbo, some of the things that you and I have encountered are the literacy of our athletes as it relates to the ability to read the contracts, understand the terms and conditions, the signing of some of these contracts without the input of um, the advisors that are needed. Um, so I'm going to throw it open. Um, Bimbo, maybe you want to start first and then Jibola and Shadi come in um, on all of this. So. This particular issue is just to do with sports contracts, intellectual property, the role in our industry, and how to get the best out of it on all sides. Thank you, Sandra. Um, I think education is vital, especially from perspective of the practitioners, the, those playing sport, um, because they need to understand basic terms of contract. Um, a funny story, I would, I, I would. Uh, take too much of our time, but a funny story about uh, a, a recent transaction that we've done with a player um, who's abroad in Estonia, who thankfully hadn't signed the contract, but only looked at the figures and thought, hmm, he didn't realize, because the contract wasn't in English, he didn't realize that I, that, that was actually more of the liability to him and not necessarily what the club was going to pay him. Mm. So it's, it, it, it's literally so vital to ensure that those basics are right there, um, especially, as I said, for the athletes and the footballers to ensure that they, they understand contracts. Mm -hmm. um, what we've also seen, of course, because of technology and, uh, uh, and, and media, social media, is uh, image rights. Mm -hmm. These are vital nuggets of currency that every athlete needs to really, really recognize and understand what their value is, mm. and, 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 and not just the current value, but actually the future value of these, uh, of these things. And, and the fact that the exploitation of their rights can be through so many various forms of media, mm -hmm. and, and obviously technology is, the, is enhancing that. The, again, I think that some of the athletes maybe should, Nigerian athletes should maybe um, check in with their colleagues on, on on the side of music and and and, and in and creative industries and art and drama because they're they're protecting their rights adequately and and, and sports people haven't done so um, thus far basically I think those really are my are my comments on that yeah it's 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 interesting that you bring in music but I'm going to quickly throw it to Shadi um, talking about top athletes leveraging on their personal brands um, what would your input be on that along with the 
general conversation about contracts and agreements? Well, I think Bimbo has captured it very well. There are huge opportunities um, and opportunities that need to come under the protection um, of intellectual property rights. When I look at some of the brand ambassadors that we've had in the past, JG Okocha, uh, one of our, the great Nigerian football team captains, even Mary Onyali, yeah, yes, uh, yes, sprinter. Mm. Uh, what, what we also find, and what has been our experience, is that there is in the increasingly globalized and dynamic world we have today, we have a lot of uh, tendency for ambush marketing. What is ambush marketing? And ambush marketing is where a non-sponsor uh, trades on the goodwill of the event and ties itself to the event without being an official sponsor, skirting sponsorship fees, but of course, reaping commercial benefits. And I think that's where the artists in the entertainment industry have got it right. And we, there are definitely more opportunities for better protection of rights in the sports industry. So essentially, there is, of course, a commercial vested interest in sponsorships. Yeah, but companies, you know, as part of their CSR, we also need to extend that sponsorship, not just to active sportsmen, but to retired sportsmen and women. So there are so many programs that you can involve them in. I'll give you an example. We have together as a bare sectoral group, which is made up of uh, AB InBev in Nigeria, uh, Guinness and Nigerian breweries. We've formed, uh, we're adopting, I would say, a program called SMASH, which is running through secondary schools. And it's really an awareness program about the um, abuse of alcohol and drugs. And we are, um, uh, have, we have, supporting this program and acting in place some of our retired sportsmen and women. We're, go we're definitely going to come back on this, um, the issue of the career for sportsmen and women once their sporting career is over. So, Jibola, please come in here. Yes, um, I'd like to jump on that. And um, when I was a bit intrigued when you talked about ambush marketing. Um, I think that's that just shows how how clearly some people look for competitive advantage in this area just to push their brands. Um, I think it's useful that Nigeria has signed up to most of the international treaties for the protection of IP and IP rights. And it's also very important that people know that contract rights can be protected. So I think as we see sports development begin to enter into a growing phase in Nigeria, we've got to think through how we want these rights to be resolved in as amicable a manner as possible without interrupting the flow. So I know that many organizations have different self-resolving mechanisms. So you've got the World, um, the World Federation, uh, which sometimes has their own court for arbitrating sports disputes. Right. Um, we have arbitration proceedings embedded in the LMC programs and also in all the federations for sports that exist in Nigeria today, just providing alternative dispute resolution protocols as an alternative to actually arbitrating disputes through the regular courts and the associated delays that are sometimes experienced in those forums. And I think that Awareness of these opportunities will help the sportsmen understand that they also have rights and their rights can be protected. And when they feel that they are entering into unconscionable contracts, 
they can engage with their lawyers, they can seek resolution, they can seek help from the federations. And I think once we begin to develop a body of contracts and templates that are geared towards protection of the individual rights vis-a-vis -vis the corporate rights at play, we will see a better development and handling of our sportsmen across Nigeria. I think that's a very valid point, Jibola, and I think um, based on the work that we've been doing with Integral, Bimbo may want to comment here on the FIFA regulations because I know the regulations go a long way towards protecting the rights of the footballers. I mean, this is in football and we're using football as a test case. So maybe you'd like to comment on that? Yeah, I think, I mean, definitely. And what, what drives the whole process, again, like what I was saying earlier, is technology. Yeah. So, for instance, in terms of exposing infringement. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, yeah, uh, Shareb commented, for instance, of brands that have not um, invested in the sponsorship fees but want to reap the benefits. Ambush. Ambush. Mm -hmm. Technology quickly exposes that. Mm -hmm. So, because you can actually see very, very quickly from wherever you are. Mm -hmm. and, and even FIFA, the IOC, et cetera, UEFA, uh, they've commented on this, especially, it must be said, for African countries. Um, just in these kind of uh, um, uh, developing countries where there is a quote-unquote free-for-all. Mm. And, and, and obviously, it's a massive deterrence to sponsors if they can't be sure that their rights are being protected. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, it literally is like that full circle where, um, as I keep on saying, technology really enhances that process for exposing um, such, uh, such uh, practices. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bimbo. I would like to say thank you very much to our guests. This is Sandra Uyewoli saying please stay tuned for the next episode.